0: All right, Chris. Okay, it's your it's your first show with me since we officially announced that you are the co-host of the Gift Podcast. It
1: feels like that was 20 years ago.
0: It, it was two months, which is a lot. Um,
1: 20 years in
0: pandemic time. Yeah, that's, that's very true. I, I ended in postal service time. Just going to put that out there. I've worked a thousand days since then. <laughs> but if you are the co-host of this show, you are officially the co-host of this show. There's something you have to do. The, what? Okay. Uh, it, <gasps> yeah. Do I get to? Yes, you get. Hang on, you get to say it. But you got, you got to make it count because it's your first one. So go ahead, start the show. This is the Gift of
1: Podcast.
0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the Gift of Podcast. I am the Monday Night Delight, Mans Chapel here with the co-host, and very excited, Kay Murphy. Kay, how are you doing? What up, what up, what up?
1: It is Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. When y'all hear this, it will be Pride Month. It's true. So, I'm lit. Um, It's been a very long weekend. <laughs> I literally somersaulted from watching Double or Nothing into taking a test. And then going out for ice cream, and now I'm recording a podcast. Yes. So, what a day I'm having.
0: I, uh... I got up yesterday morning playing on doing some work around the house, doing some barbecuing, and then we all, we all and by we all, I mean everybody in the house besides me, said, hey, let's go to Nashville. So we went to Nashville, had a good day. Um, And so about four o'clock, I realized I'm going to have to watch this pay-per-view in the van. And uh, and we'll talk about it when we talk about the pay-per-view. I did actually watch... About the first hour and a half this of this pay per view in the van on the way home, uh, reception is great except for a small stretch in middle of fucking nowhere Tennessee. But we'll get there. Um, I'm also. Were you in Johnson City, Tennessee? <laughs> I was really around um, Jolton, Tennessee. Uh, you don't. You don't. Oh. It. It's. It's funny because I'm dyslexic. Um, and every time we pass Jolton Tennessee, I make the joke that we're in Jolteon Tennessee, uh, which my Pokemon, oh my I like Pokemon loving daughter, the child, uh, loves very, very much. Um, I'm also going to be
1: also kind of sounds like Jolene Tennessee, also a bit which too, I mean they
0: should rename. They
1: should rename it. Dolly Parton is the president of it Tennessee. It should be
0: called Part Tennessee.
1: Yeah, the state should just be named after
0: exactly. her. I have opened my uh mind altering substance as well, and then we're going to get into this. Excellent. Um, you you tagged me in something on Twitter earlier.
1: Yes, Molly Holly. I was hoping you would see it while we I,
0: saw it. I did, this, I did see it beforehand. We'll we'll talk about about it. Actually, um, Molly Holly is is getting a tryout as a producer uh, for WWE. I am definitely the biggest Molly Holly fan in WrestleLatic Radio for sure. Uh you are um but I love Molly Holly. I, I and it, it more than just you know schoolboy crushes when I was a I was a, in high school and watching wrestling. But you go back and watch her stuff now as I have, she's one of the better wrestlers. She's definitely one of the better. She's a badass. Uh, and she's just genuinely a great person. No one ever has anything bad to say about Molly Holly. Um Did you ever meet her? I've never met uh, I've like, never anything? met Molly. Um but it's high on my list of people to meet. Um, I've met, I've met very few people in wrestling. Um, who have you met in wrestling? Oh, uh, of course, Leva Bates, but we went to the same high school, so I've known Leva off and on forever. Um, that I counts. met wrestling superstar Virgil. Uh, have you, have you oh. heard that story? All right. What the hell? I'll tell that story. Um, so <laughs> New Orleans mania. So 2018, I've gone to WrestleCon uh I um I've walked around WrestleCon. I met Mick Foley that day, I met Eric Bischoff that day, uh Allie and Rosemary, who are two of my favorite people in the world. Uh and they and at WrestleCon, they just give you free shit. And it's shit, but it's free. So I and, and I'm trying to rearrange my bag and I'm getting ready for another meet and greet, which I'll talk to about in a second, and there's an empty table, and so I set all my stuff on the table. It's like eight fifteen in the morning, I'm rearranging stuff, and I realize in my peripheral someone's walked up to the table uh, I have stopped to put my stuff on the table of wrestling superstar Virgil, and <laughs> he is coming <laughs> to set up his his uh,
1: to set his table. Set his table
0: up, and has oh, I'm sorry, step away. And he's on like, my Oh, don't worry about it. No one ever comes to this table anyway, because that's his gimmick. Uh, so I just stand there and, and talk to wrestling superstar Virgil for a minute. Uh, I knew him first as Vincent because when I got into wrestling, he was in the NWO as Vincent. But going back doing the history stuff as I have. He's Virgil. He's absolutely Ted DiBiase's Virgil. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So, but that same day I met Stone Cold Steve Austin, which is way better than wrestling superstar Virgil. Um, you met Stone, I met Stone Steve Cold Austin. Steve Austin. Fuck I you. don't get starstruck. I got starstruck. Um, We're fighting for five okay. minutes. That's so fucking <laughs> cool. I know. Hey, guess how much it cost me? If it was free, I'm going to be oh more, no! Man. It cost me three hundred and sixteen dollars. <laughs> uh, Dead ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the price of the meet and greet. He,
1: Who charged you three? Okay, how did, was it like a WWE? It was it was like, WrestleCon. Like, it was it, you was, went the, to it was the
0: same day I met. Uh, I met wrestling superstar Virgil. Like within forty five minutes after three. meeting Virgil, I met Stone Cold Steve and worth every penny. Um, I'm gonna put it out there. There there are three guys in wrestling. Did
1: you call you goddamn some bitch.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's it's really funny. He he stepped into the room and he almost tripped over a light cable um and, and he he, he wow like, he's just like me yeah, like, you would not think old stone cold's gonna take a bump did you and i was like all right that's worth that's worth two hundred dollars right there um it was, and i didn't bring beer uh to to that meet and greet but so many people brought beer to that meet and greet at nine in the morning and to drink yeah, with them Yeah, to drink with him. And to, and to the point where the promoter comes out and says, you cannot open the beer with Stone Cold. We will take a picture of you with your beers with Stone Cold. If you want to leave them for Stone Cold, you can. But you cannot open the beers.
1: Why does he like Santa Claus? Like we have to leave beer for Stone Cold?
0: Uh, that Actually, I, I have a friend who we make that joke every March 15th. That Christmas? We have, we, no, March 15th. We have to leave <gasps> beer out for we Stone Cold. We should do that. Um, but uh, so there's just this pile of different beers all on the floor of this thing where people have left beers for Stone Cold, and I really feel like he probably took them with him because free beer in New Orleans, no question. Less.
1: Oh, how? I, but like, what was the quality of beer he was getting? Like, was he getting all Steve Weisers or was, like, was he getting some like Natty? Were, some people were bringing in Budweisers, beer? and
0: and and, his, no. and uh, this was right about the time that that the Broken Skull IPA came out. A bunch of those. Some people brought in the Natty Ices, some people brought in Coors, which my father loved Coors, and I cannot stand it. Coors is trash. It's just water. Okay,
1: okay. so I have a friend, Chris, who love him dearly. He's a huge hockey buff. Whenever we used to go out to the bars, he would always order fucking Coors because it's the official beer of the NHL, and I'm just like, but it's garbage. And he's like, but it's the official beer of the NHL. I'm like, Okay.
0: I will uh, still trash. I will drink Stone Cold's beer, um, but I'm a St. Louis Cardinal guy, and the official beer of the St. Louis Cardinals is Budweiser, even though it's it's owned by they're owned by Anheuser Busch. I've been to that brewery. I had my first beer there, for that matter. So I'm a Budweiser person, but I I'm not particular about beer, except I won't drink Coors. I was a
1: Budweiser person. Budweiser was like my treasure, um, and PBR like in, in my adult life. Teenage me. Would drink whatever but like natty was the easiest because it was like you could get a six pack for $1. like nothing <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah uh we yeah. drank a lot of pbrs yeah, in college print. a lot of there's
1: PBRs. this one there's this 140 that was like it was literally less than two dollars it's something steel
0: steel reserve i don't remember
1: the name of it steel reserve yeah, I, so that,
0: that's when you know
1: it's a, gonna be a bad night if you all steel you can reserve. get a
0: steel yep, is steel reserve we uh the four guys i lived with in college when it was going to be just the four of us around for the weekend we'd have like blue moons and and, and stuff like that and when we were having people over it was pbr all the way just, uh that that was your beer pong beer because that that was 12 beers for a, a nickel sometimes
1: pbr is an excellent uh beer, beer pong beer oh yeah now in my dry days i drink a lot of non-alcoholic beer um I am probably Odul's number 1 customer. Oh, there you are. But they have an amber one that's actually not bad. And I've had some really like interesting non-alcoholic IPAs and like I think IPAs are garbage. I, but they're nice for I the don't sun. mind them. They're okay. Um, garbage. I, when I used to drink, I like I liked stouts, I like porters like I have If drinks. I go to the bar, if I would go to the bar, I would either get a Guinness or a Killian's? There you
0: go. I I currently in my fridge right now have a stout called Dragon's Milk. It's a it's a, it's bourbon barrel aged stout, um, and it is delicious. And being, uh, being from Kentucky, when I days that I have to work the next day, beer. Days that I don't have to work the next day, bourbon. Uh, bourbon. It's delightful, but I cannot drink bourbon tonight for work because. I have a tendency, my wife will tell you, to not remember how much bourbon I drank the next day when I start drinking bourbon. You won't remember or I'm married? I I won't remember because I'll start drinking the bourbon and the next day I'll feel terrible and try to figure out what happened to all my bourbon. It's it's weird.
1: See, I've learned. I have come and I have found the perfect THC gummy. Delicious. Watermelon legal delivers to my home excellent I I feel that society is benefiting me but as a result I'm learning h- how much is like good to just chill and how much is party the other night I had three edibles and made sauce uh, fire yeah. <laughs> it was a party actual fire I crushed it <laughs> no I I didn't do a wonderful uh, job
0: Oh, okay so
1: but I it was the high was great because these gummies mm-hmm. the dose is half a gummy and I ate three
0: full gummies Okay so you're good for 6 doses not bad I Apparently it makes you cook. dead ass though
1: you sleep like a baby We'll talk about it more when we talk about the pay-per-view <laughs>
0: but I brought them to the party And in typical Manson K fashion we we're not getting to the pay-per-view anytime soon Um no. Let's get back to Molly. I've not met Molly. I would love to meet Molly. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> we're not taking Molly. Uh, we're talking about Molly Holly. Um, but I got on, I got on Twitter to yeah. look at it. And, and you know how Twitter has a little trending bar on the side? Uh, One of the names that popped up was Ellie Kemper. Now, you are, uh, you are a office watcher. The office. Yeah. Aaron from The Office.
1: And I like... And I used to watch a
0: uh, Unbreakable Kimmy. I Schmidt watched the two. first season that, like that, didn't watch anymore. I
1: haven't seen the last season because I don't know they split it in half or some shit, and I wasn't vibing with the first half, and I never finished it. R.I.P. Well,
0: <laughs> Carol Kane deserved better. I'm looking at this Ellie Kemper story, and apparently in 1999, she was named the Queen of the Love and Beauty, the uh, Queen of Love and Beauty at the Veiled Prophet Ball. This what does that mean? uh, That's what I had to figure out. It's like, why the hell is this important? Veil,
1: like Veil V E I L I
0: Veiled Prophet ball, yes. It's a it's it's a debutante ball, but its origins are in the the Ku Klux Klan. Um and it's no longer Ku Klux Klan, but it's definitely still mostly white people with a lot of money in Missouri. And then that rabbit hole led me to the, you know, um, Ellie Kemper is of the Kemper family in Missouri. The Kemper family is one is is the Rockefellers of Missouri. The Kemper Arena, where Owen Hart died, coincidentally, is owned by her grandfather. Uh, and, and so, so you're telling me she killed Owen Hart? Yes, that's what I'm telling you. When she, <laughs> <laughs> Ellie Kemper killed Owen Hart, that's the name <laughs> of the fucking episode right there. Um, <laughs> Yay! I just. So, Ellie Kipper, probably not a racist, but definitely the queen of the racist in 1999.
1: By, By accident. accident. There, she's the accidental queen of the There's a picture, racist.
0: and she's a baby. A ba- I mean, she's, she's 18 years old. Who among us did not do stupid shit when we were 18? I did tons of it.
1: Um, I have a picture of me from when I was 18 years old in the Disney store, hugging a plush of Doug from Up, because it had just come out
0: that year. Okay. She has a...
1: Um, she had a Ku Klux Klan picture. Yeah. Very different white people That's energy. That's true.
0: It's a different white people energy. I don't think she's a racist. I would like to think better of someone on the show that I really like. Um,
1: I definitely don't think
0: she's a racist. I, I think that her family is rich and white in Missouri, and sh- they put her in debutante balls. You know? It's weird.
1: Yeah. It's just a southern thing. Ooh,
0: um, Sorry. I, it is. I hate that it is. I will say, oh, you know, not. You know that the town I live in, Dawson Springs, for a time was the headquarters of the Ku Klux Klan, right? I did and, know that. And yes. not even. I'd love to say that was a hundred years ago. That was ten years ago. Um, that they were they were set up I'm very outside. Sorry. I didn't live here then, luckily. Um, but outside our town, and not even Dawson Springs, in a little community called Huckleberry, the old Klan building's still there. This sounds like a racist story. It's all already the town's called fucking Huckleberry. Um, Jesus. About ten years ago, early one Tuesday morning, hundreds of FBI agents stormed through our town, um, confiscated just so much methamphetamine and drugs, and and so many guns. Uh, They were they were planning something. Uh, Luckily, the FBI got there first. Uh wow. yeah. This this show has taken That's a turn. Something.
1: Uh, yeah. But it's good twenty six minutes. We talk about racism, yeah.
0: drugs, the cook, the beer, camper. I suppose Stone we ought to get to the actual wrestling, but it's not really our wheelhouse sometimes. But A le- yesterday was AEW Double or Nothing. Um as I mentioned earlier, I think in the recording, I watched uh here's the th- problem this is my third beer um
1: you did not disclose that information when we started recording the show not. you saw me come in with an arsenal of weed and you said hold yeah. on and you brought one singular beer with yeah, you yeah but it's
0: my third one that i've had since i've been <laughs> home an hour ago um yes, I'm,
1: still on, work. I'm, still,
0: I'm still on the kimber arena uh wikipedia page holy cow um Oh my god, Seamus is bleeding a
1: lot. Well... Why? Okay, so Humberto Carrillo and Ricochet are giggling, and Seamus is having a nose and mouth bleed. That has happened to
0: Seamus a lot lately. Um, and and once, once you break your nose enough times, it breaks so easy. Ew. That, um, <gasps> oh god.
1: Oh, it's so you No, know, Eva Marie's
0: on my television. Speaking of red. The
1: show is really taking a turn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they, when they clicked on this, they knew what they were getting. <laughs> that is, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. that sound you hear is, is Kay watching television.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching the queen of Monday Night Raw, Eva Marie, grace me with her presence.
0: Yes. I, I I don't even have a problem with Eva Marie. Uh, I do. I, okay, let's hear
1: it. My problem is that she's only gonna be a manager and she's not wrestling. I don't have a problem with that either. I no, you don't understand. There are very high stakes involved with Eva Marie wrestling. Okay. We have on Kings of the Rings podcast, we have a we have an agreement with Mr. Slackerton.
0: Sure, yes.
1: So I've decided that Charlotte's going to beat Rhea for the Raw Championship because, duh. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, yes, that's eventually yeah. going to happen probably sooner rather than later.
1: It's going to happen at Hell in a Cell. And I believe in my heart and soul that Eva Marie is going to challenge Charlotte for the Raw Women's title. Charlotte and Eva Marie are going to have a title match. And Eva Marie will beat Charlotte Flair clean.
0: I would argue with you, but you have this weird power. Where you predict outlandish things and they happen, you, like Jinder Mahal, like Jinder Mahal, and Goldberg. Um, so who knows? Maybe that will. I, I would not be. But, able, I would upset but, with Jinder one.
1: But, the, but those. But you know what the high stakes are?
0: What are the high stakes?
1: That thing happens. Slack has to get a tattoo that positively dep- honors Charlotte Flair.
0: Okay, and it, and if it doesn't happen. Nothing. Nothing. Okay, you you've made the perfect bet. You you lose nothing. Uh, so,
1: I just get sad
0: now. I'm just now, I'm rooting for Eva Marie because come on, now that that'd be pretty good. Uh, you you should make him get that thing that all the Flair children have tattooed on themselves. It was Reed's really awful tattoo, and they all had it tattooed themselves after Reed died. Should make him.
1: Do that. I told, I told Slack. I feel like. I feel like Ricky probably wanted him to get, like, something ridiculous. I told Slack he could get a tattoo, he could choose what the tattoo is, and he can choose where on his body he puts it, as long as the tattoo is a positive, like, tattoo honoring Charlotte Flair. Like, it can't be like, fuck Charlotte Flair.
0: Right. It has to be positive about her. It's a hell of a a bet, especially if you haven't put anything on the line yourself.
1: He, no. He
0: can nothing. O- he can only lose. Uh <laughs> Stay tuned everybody. We'll have more of this. I very soon will be getting my first tattoo. Um I was Yay. I was going to get it last year but you know world COVID. caught fire. Uh but my daughter wants her ear my oldest child wants three ears pierced. Um and we're going to go to a tattoo parlor to do it instead of a Claire's. Great job. Great decision. And um, while we're there, I'm going to get my first tattoo. Um, Now, I have a list of things I want tattooed on me. I got to see which one I want, get it designed. But, you know, within the next probably three months, I'll be tattooed. Hell yeah. Finally. I know, right? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is a delight show news break-in moment. As you may or may not know, K and I recorded this show on Monday, but lots of stuff has happened in wrestling since then. Let's talk about it real quick. First and foremost, there was a big batch of firings on Wednesday. Lana, Ruby Riot, Santana Garrett, Alistair Black, and Murphy, and Braun Strowman were released from the company on Wednesday afternoon. Why did this happen? Well, it was cited as budgetary reasons in a mass text from John Laurinaitis, but is making just a shit ton of money. Why would they need to cut the talent budget right now? The official gift of Podcast stance on this is that it appears the old man's about to sell the whole fucking thing, and he, he's trying to make the company look better by saying, oh, we only spend this much on talent, notwithstanding they fired 12 people in six weeks. That being said... What's next for these six wrestlers? Well, I think there's a lot to be said for AEW picking up all three of these women to bolster their women's division. Yes, they have some good women there, but they don't have enough, and they don't get uh, enough focus. My idea has always been that if women make up 40% of your roster, they should have 40% of your show. Anything that adds to that number is good. Also, you would get two phenomenal talents with Santana Garrett and Ruby Riot, And I would love to see what CJ could do standing next to Miro... If you know, you know, but that brings us to the guys Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy to me has X Division written all over him. I can see him going over to Impact, getting down to that division, and doing some amazing work there. He is a phenomenal wrestler, and a phenomenal wrestler can always do good with that X Division title around their waist. Also, ROH, a wrestling division, a wrestling uh, driven division, could definitely stand to have some Buddy Murphy talent over there. Aleister Black. I've gone back and forth on Aleister Black and Braun Strowman as to where they should end up. But I think the best idea for both of them is for them to both go to the NWA. Nick Alvis is uh, this weekend going to defend his title against Trevor Murdoch. I suspect he'll win. Maybe he won't. Trevor Murdoch could be an NWA world champion. I, I would have no real problem with that. But should Nick Aldis win that match, he's going to need two new Opponents, and he needs some guys that are definitely different than the guys he's been facing. QN Braun Strowman, who would be one of the bigger men in NWA, and Aleister Black, who looks different from most everyone there. We'll love to see what those two guys could do in the NWA. Mix it up with Nick Aldis. Our last story here in the break-in before we go back to the Gift Podcast is that one, Andrade El Idolo, has made his AEW. Debut As of Friday night's Dynamite, it means that he is all late. He is there to do some wrestling, to do some great stuff there. Miro versus Andrade El Idolo could be coming up. He could be headed towards the top, towards Kenny. We know that Kenny Omega and Andrade will meet in Mexico, uh, in AAA, for the Mega Championship, which I believe will be the beginning of the fall of the belt collector Kenny Omega. But we'll see what they do in AEW as well, and this could be a fun run all through the summer this has been your gift podcast delight show news break in now back to mance and kay uh, let's talk about the pay-per-view how much of this show did you watch all of it did you watch the pre-show yes okay. kind of okay okay
1: i did not see the pre show. so i'm gonna paint you a picture
0: paint me a picture
1: I I went to my friends Rich and Caitlin's home to watch Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. We spent the entire pre-show eating a charcuterie board and occasionally looking at the television while I was dishing some gossip about some stuff. Okay. Um, The general takeaway was that my friend was surprised the NWA championship was on the pre-show or a part of it at all. Because. My takeaway was I expected the Casino Battle Royal to be on the pre-show, and at that point, I had taken one and a half edibles, and it was very much kicking in, and I felt very much concerned that I missed the Casino Battle Royal because I was ready for my heart to be broken again for when CM
0: Punk didn't come back. Sure. Well, that, that did happen. Um, it did. So, uh, I was in the Opry Mills shopping center. It's this huge city sized mall. Um, and it was like, okay, if I get to the car by this time I can see the I can see the pre show. Didn't get to the car by that time. Tuned in just as Adam Page and, and Brian Cage were coming to the ring. But I thought I'd missed the first hour because I thought the show started at seven Eastern. And it didn't. Uh, and No, it, it
1: should have though
0: the uh the yeah probably for as long as it went the
1: i have a lot to say
0: <laughs> when when, when <laughs> wrestlemania backlash happened peacock told me it started at eight eastern and it started at seven eastern so i missed the first hour of backlash and still never went back and watched it um, okay so this is the thing with peacock peacock will tell
1: you it starts at seven mm-hmm. because it counts the pre-show in that it doesn't it's not two separate things.
0: No, no, that that would have, I would have been there an hour early. I ended up an hour late to the show. Peacock screwed me.
1: Wait, why were you? I don't understand.
0: It it told me it started an hour after it started. It said I, oh. I said that the pre-show started at this time and the show started at this time. Well, I skip the pre-show always. It's kind of my thing.
1: Apologies. And I
0: I skipped the first 45 minutes of the pay-per-view and missed uh Oscar Rhea, and Charlotte. And the first half of uh, Ray and Dominic versus Rudolph. Um, You okay there? (laughs) I'm I'm putting a sweatshirt on. I I know. I was just watching to see if you were trapped inside.
1: No, I was trying to go really slowly so I don't fucking rip my AirPods out and chuck them across the room and then lose them in the middle of this broadcast. We don't need that.
0: Yeah, I've done that before, not during a broadcast, but just in general. But I got I do it every day. I did happen to get to Adam Page and Brian Cage. Um, this match was excellent. I, I am always a fan of Adam Page. Brian Cage came out dressed as Shao Kahn, maybe? The Shredder? He had, a, he had armor on. And maybe it wasn't a costume, but it definitely read costume to me. Um, I had two problems with this match. One, Brian Cage hit an avalanche F5 off the top rope. For a for a two count. That should have ended Adam Page's like life. Yeah, that that (laughs) that's a go away Adam Page for six months and come back come back for revolution. But no, it's just no, it's fine. Kicked out at two. And two, it ended, and this would this is gonna be a recurring gripe I have on this show. It ended because of outside interference. Team Taz came down to try to help. This distracted Brian Cage. He ate the buckshot lariat. And he got pinned. At page one, mm-hmm. those are the only two small problems in a really great match. Yeah, it was. Me.
1: It was fun. Um, my viewing of that match was a little distracted because we ordered sushi and there was a sushi crisis.
0: Were they so, out of sushi?
1: No, so. We ordered uh, Grubhub from this, like, um, Japanese place down the street from my friend's house, and my friend wanted a, like, crunchy, spicy tuna roll. Uh, She forgot to hit crunchy, which was fine, but the tuna did not look right. Like, Mm. you know how it's, it's, do you eat sushi, man? I
0: I do eat sushi. Quite a bit, actually.
1: Oh, thank goodness. I was concerned because you have told me some foods that you don't have in Kentucky, and I was afraid sushi was one of them.
0: No, I have sushi. It's just 25 miles away.
1: Oh. So, you know how tuna is supposed to be like like a darker red, like pink, but not yes. like quite red. We got tuna that looked like a rare steak.
0: It's not right.
1: No, uh, and we were we look we were literally looking at it for a long time and we were very concerned, but we ended up getting her the correct roll and they gave us more hibachi rice for free.
0: Well, there you go. So it all it was, came out okay in the end hmm
1: So um, that was my Cage and Page experience. I also enjoy the fact that matter rhymed. So points for that.
0: There you are. Um, I will say this, Brian Cage impressed the hell out of me. When he hit, or when he went for the Buckshot Lariat, uh, he did not mess up the flip part. The flip was great. Then he just didn't hit the clothesline, which happens. Um, that's a big dude to be making flips, man. He's uh, fucking
1: huge. I have a question for you. Ask away. So... So, you know how Mr. Cage has been the FTW champion for God knows ever. how long. Forever. Yes. What do you think is the future for the FTW title? Uh,
0: I think it's eventually... I don't think they'll ever defend it, and eventually he'll just stop wearing it. Um, probably when he splits from Team Taz. Um, and it will just disappear. Or Aww. or he will... like it, When Ricky Starks comes back from injury, he will... Be on a quest to get that title back from Brian Cage after he steals it from Taz. I like I it. Could, I could see either one. I would imagine it just disappears into the ether, um, but who knows? The oh, I have.
1: No. Before we go, go to the box, I have one more stupid non wrestling related thing that happened during that
0: match. Go right ahead.
1: Um. So my friend and my friend Rich and I were talking about the. The casino battle royale once again i was very concerned so we were playing wrong answers only as who we thought the joker would be mm-hmm. and we immediately went into the dead wrestlers and it turned into 20 rounds of dead wrestlers
0: hoof uh it
1: started with eddie guerrero and Chris benoit yeah
0: okay <laughs> yeah they, they, they weren't gonna show up um the macho we man were wrong we were very wrong of course Um, They did pay tribute to New Jack later on. I think during the Bucks Max, actually, Um, they played the heavy metal music while somebody was getting beat down. Um, But the Bucks versus Eddie Kingston, and John Moxley for the AEW World Tag Team Titles. This was an excellent match.
1: It was Uh, wonderful, much better than I thought it would be. Actually, yes,
0: way more than I gave them any credit for it going to be, because the Bucks are their, you know, they're they're the Bucks. They're high flying. They 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 do all the moves. And Eddie Kingston is not, and John Moxley can be either. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is gonna be a Styles clash. This isn't gonna be great. Um, I will say this: I enjoy the Bucks so much more as heels, even though they're essentially the same guys just turned up to eleven. So much better as heels. But they got in there and they beat the shit out of Eddie Kingston for six yeah. seven minutes. Um, and granted, before they did anything, Kingston and Moxley killed Brandon, uh, Brandon Cutler. Fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then when Mox gets that hot tag, and he just go he gets busted open with the cold spray can, and and at one point, it looks like they're going to win, um, they hit the shoes, I've heard it called the Shumes day device, where they do the Doomsday device with the stupidly expensive shoes, and I, I oh bought my God. it, and they're, they're going to yeah. win the titles, and then they didn't,
1: um, I was so upset,
0: but they didn't win off that one,
1: I, I was very, no. I in general, I have an autograph picture of the Young Bucks next to my bed, but right now I'm annoyed at them, so I was very much actively rooting against them.
0: Fair enough. Um, I,
1: and I want it honestly. I want to see Eddie Kingston with a title.
0: Yeah, he's so deserving. He is. Some it might take eleven years, but eventually, if you're deserving of a title, you will get one. Just ask to <sighs> me, um, She's on the television
1: right now. Right now.
0: That's that's weird yeah. serendipity because I cannot see. Her she
1: TV. and Natty. She and okay, she and Natty are staring at every woman on Raw Wrestling right now. Uh,
0: then, then Alexa's about to show up and do some crazy shit. Um, uh, well, on the on the subject of Alexa, condolences to her. Her her pig, Larry Steve, died. Uh,
1: I okay. I fuck that veterinarian that refused that sweet little pig treatment because fuck yeah. him or her or them because no,
0: yeah, um, you help a dying animal. It's very sad. Um, uh, back to the match John Moxley came out looked like a million bucks here he survived the B- the, the belts of driver he survived the super kick party it took four BTE triggers they just of course that started to look a little stupid when they're just hitting him over and over again knees to the back in front of the face but John Moxley goes down the bucks retain and I think and I'm going to have more to say about this in a, in a couple of matches I think we're not going to see Moxley for a little bit because Renee is about to pop She's about,
1: yeah. I looked into that last night. She was, she's like thirty six weeks or thirty seven weeks right yeah, now. Um,
0: Mary Grace had Ellie at thirty seven weeks and a day, and Bert at thirty seven weeks and four days. So, not every not every woman is my wife. Um, although, never mind, never mind. I was about to make a joke that. Th- What's the joke? The joke I would not have made two and three quarter beers ago. Um, and we're not going to put it in the show, uh, but I cannot wait to hear it. Um, but Renee could pop anytime, and and we'll and so John Moxley's probably going to disappear for a little bit, and good for him. Enjoy your time. Um, he deserves. But yeah, so Moxley on his way out the door for a little bit. He poked the other guys over. Way to go. The Casino Battle Royal, which is the thing you are waiting for so much. Talk to me about. It. <laughs> That's a deep sigh. Are you joking? About the Joker?
1: You could have given me anyone. Yeah. Uh, Leo Rush was not on my twenty twenty one bingo card. I predicted. Of course, I predicted William Goldberg. Of course. I predicted CM Punk. Right. Daniel Bryan. I also predicted Mark Calloway.
0: Okay. Mean Mark Callis.
1: Uh, mean Mark Callis. Um, in all seriousness, I thought it would be either Andrade. I thought it would be Moose. Mostly, that was not my, or honestly, that was not my original thought. The internet said it a lot and it made sense to me. Right. Um, I had one more that was very good. Motherfucker,
0: who was it? Not sure. I had Rich Swan instead of Moose. Brian Danielson. Um, I said um, Andrade. Jo- I mm-hmm. always think CM Punk. But I didn't say it this time. But I also thought that there was a chance a Paul White would get up from the commentary commentary table and just come be the Joker. That that the oh, big no. show would be the Joker. Um, and then Leo Rush came out and I was like, okay, yeah, I remember. Go sure. ahead, Enzo Amore. Uh, didn't he just get injured though? What? I thought he got injured on the on the independent circuit? I got con- I like a concussion, not a major injury, but. From what I heard, he did almost the exact same thing into the ropes that he did with against the VOD villains that time.
1: What do you mean he's it no? I must look into I'm this. I'm pretty sure that's what I think it was oh, a couple no. weeks ago. Oh no, 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 no. I must look into this. That's I'm not well.
0: Pretty sure. Um if he ends up anywhere, it'll be impact because that's where WH what's his name is. William Morrison. Yeah, Cass. He
1: has a new song.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah, May, May 23rd. Enzo a- Amore rushed to hospital after DDT. Uh, let's see. He, he was wrestling uh, Ivan Warsaw for SWE, took a DDT outside on the floor, took a nasty bump, and was knocked out cold. Uh, he had a concussion. He appears to be fine.
1: This is the most traumatizing moment of my
0: podcast career. I'm happy Um, to have it on my show. Uh, The fact that it didn't happen on my show is astonishing. Hang on, let me rephrase. Our show, you're the fucking co-host. You're not a guest right now. This this is our show. Um, But yeah, so there's that. Uh, It could have been Enzo, but probably not. There's all kinds of guys it could have been. It ended up being Leo Rush, and I was like, fine whatever it made no sense it, it didn't but let, let me
1: what I found out today is that he's apparently has a part he's with New Japan or like has some sort of contract with new Japan that and they're letting him do shit with aew
0: yes but yeah he's also actively working with 2K he's the motion capture guy for the entire WWE 2k 22 game he's doing all the what it, Leo why I don't know. Uh, but he he's putting on the mocap suit and going in and doing all the moves for all the wrestlers. So he's actively working with New Japan, WWE, and AEW right now. But not directly with WWE. He's just... Happened Yes. It. Um Yes. As everyone should know by now, I love the Royal Rumble. I hate the Casino Battle Royal. L- I Do you? I try to get into it every year, but the format, the, the, the drawing of the cards... Or is it five guys come in, and that that's not terrible, except that for, for this one, every time five guys would come in, three to five of those guys would be eliminated. For the next group came in, it also doesn't last. Yeah, very long. it was weird. Um, and then the, the the Joker almost never pays off. This is the fourth. This is the fourth it's Casino the Battle, Battle Royal. Winter. Adam Page was the first Joker, and he won the match. I'm going to count that as paid off. Mercedes Martinez mm-hmm. was the women's Joker. She that was her only match in AEW. She went to WWE. Last year's Matt Seidel, and he almost died immediately j- doing his his uh, 450. And this year's Leo Rush. It never pays mm-hmm. off. Um, and I'm gonna stop getting excited. Yeah.
1: About it. Maybe they should just retire this. Yes.
0: Do something else. Um, and the match itself this year was okay, not great until it literally just came down to Jungle Boy and Christian Cage. They had a great segment, and Jungle Boy lived up to his name. He got whipped into the corner, defied gravity, as far as I was concerned, flew around the turnbuckle, eliminated Christian Cage. It's going to be Jungle Boy and Kenny Omega in a couple weeks. I got no problem with Jungle Boy winning. Um,
1: I I loved it. However, I look at all three men that were in the main event Um, I'm not counting the same stampede as the main event. But the main event, I can't picture Jungle Boy against any of them.
0: I've seen Jungle Boy versus Orange Cassidy. It's fine. Um, But, I mean, yeah, it just he's not going to beat Kenny Omega. That's the thing right now. And that's also another problem with this is that, except for Adam Page, again, the winner of this match has not gone on to do anything great with their title shot. And mm-hmm. even Adam Page lost But he did at least main event all out um, It's not important It needs to be important Yeah ah, And then this match Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Agogo, Singles match um, Oh my god I fucking hate Cody Rhodes let's, let, let me just put this out there On his way out the door John Moxley put over the Bucks They're not young guys that need to get over But he's not going to be around a while He is on his way out Cody Rhodes, who also has a wife who's not as pregnant as Renee, but they announced that Brandy mm-hmm. was pregnant in December. You don't announce you're pregnant until you know you're sure you're in a safe spot. Five months have passed, so I mean Brandy's not long before she's gonna have this baby. And so and Cody's probably gonna go away for a little bit. Cody decided he needed to win this match against promising upstart Anthony Agogo. Um and that's a ruined Anthony Agogo. He's not a boxer anymore with a wicked jab. He's just a mediocre wrestler. I Nothing good came in this match.
1: No, I... Cody Rhodes had a nice costume. That's true. He Oh, this is something for fucking bullshit. I was so excited for this match for one reason, one reason only. I set a timer for how long it would take for him to bleed and he didn't fucking bleed once.
0: <laughs> Uh, that's, that's true, because Cody, much like Dusty, will bleed if you look at him wrong, but it, yeah. he did not bleed in this, or he'll,
1: cry. or he'll
0: cry, um, he might still come out and cry on, uh, on Friday, because impacts on, are not impact, oh, Dynamite's on Friday this week.
1: <sighs> Miro! Oh yeah, and like hockey on or some shit? Do what now? And like hockey on or some uh, shit? NBA playoffs. Oh, good hockey
0: for them. Hockey will right.
1: come
0: in about... Three months and then screw up that, screwed up again. So, yeah. That's why they're to TBS, which, you know, instead of having two sports screw them up, only one sport, only the baseball playoffs will screw them up. So, you know. Yeah. Miro versus Lance Archer for the AEW TNT Championship. I'll be honest, I missed the first half of this match. We had just gotten home. I had a sleeping uh, son who needed to be brought in the house. I have Jackie mm-hmm. who, um, is not completely physically able, who needed help getting in the house. So by the time I got everybody in the house and turned the show on, Jake was coming down to the ring with the sack. Um, And I got excited because I am a student of wrestling history and I loved whenever Jake would bring the fucking snake to the ring and whether it bit somebody or scared somebody or got destroyed, I was all for it. We didn't see a fucking snake. There was 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 no no snake. snake. It was just a fucking bag. The bag. There was something in the bag. It might have been pool noodles. It could have been soup cans. The way that Miro threw it with that reckless abandon. It could have been Darby Allen, but it was not a snake. <laughs> uh, but to Miro's credit, he picked up the he swung it around and threw it, knowing he was not going to hurt a snake, but it made him look like a crazy person. And then yeah. uh, all the match that I saw was he got hit with the kick, did not get beaten, locked in the, the game over accolade, and Lance Archer passed out. I, what I saw was great. Yeah, I don't know was, how much I missed was, though. It was a really
1: fun match. Miro looks amazing, and leaving WWE was such a good move yes. for him.
0: And if he can get his wife out of there, probably a good idea. Yeah. But well, I don't know how CJ if CJ will do as good in AW as Miro has, but maybe. You never know.
1: She would fail in AEW, I think.
0: Yeah, if she just came down to the ring with him and looked good, like she did when they first debuted, I think she would get over as a great mm-hmm. manager. But, even their rusty. managers always get in the ring. Tully got in the ring. Sting's got in the ring. Penelope mm-hmm. wrestles. Uh, yeah, eventually... She's
1: lo- better than she used to be. She's much better than she yeah. used to be. So, like, she could go to AEW and be a manager and take some bumps That's here and true.
0: there. She, I would not feel like she would die taking bumps, as I used to do. So, it couldn't mm-hmm. it couldn't hurt. Maybe we'll see her. You know, AEW does some amazing work getting wrestlers who have, well, let's say, less wrestling talent, to a place where they have some wrestling talent. Um, and yeah. if you have some wrestling talent, like Ty Conti, they'll make you have a lot of wrestling talent. So they you know they they got Ty from mediocre to good. They got Allie from bad to mediocre, which is kind of impressive. <laughs> uh, I yeah. love Ali. She is the sweetest person. I've met her a half dozen times at different things, but in the ring, who There have been times where I've really feared for her safety. But in AW, she's better than she was.
1: Oh, honey, <laughs>
0: she's. Huh. Uh if we're going to talk about women's wrestling, we might as well talk about this match: Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, and Hikaru Shida for the Women's World Championship. Thought you have thoughts on this?
1: I. I mean, I expected it to happen. She looked great.
0: It was probably like one of the best matches I've ever seen Britt Baker do. I I will agree with all that. I had higher expectations for this match than they gave me. But I think that I think they built up Britt Baker so much over the past eight months that we were expecting mm-hmm. something fantastic and we got something good, but not as fantastic as it could have been. Match was better though. Absolutely. Um and that may be also what built up the, the this There was something that was not their fault that might have been hindering them from a few things they were doing. I don't know if you noticed. Sheena's outfit was disintegrating throughout this match. I did not notice if that. If you watch uh, the match again, watch Sheena's top. Because about halfway through the top, it rips and it's disintegrating throughout the match. And at one point, you can actively tell Britt Baker is putting on her submission and... Turning Sheeta away from the camera mm-hmm. just to be set you know to take care of Sheeta. Great. Cover her. awesome. Do amazing stuff like that. But it really looked like they the couple things they did, they turned funny, and it didn't look bad. It just looked weird because they were trying to protect Sheeta. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem with them protecting Sheeta. It's just something I noticed. Yeah. Um but two things again, always two things with Mance. Um and they're both the same thing. The referee in this match. Messed up his timing twice. He actively saw Rebel hit Britt Baker with the crutch. Did nothing. Mm-hmm. He actively saw Britt, uh, Rebel in the ring. No, he actively saw the curb stomp on the belt. He turned around one second too early as Sheeta is hitting the belt and did nothing. Mm-hmm. That's TNA level incompetence confidence in a referee. It happens. I get it. But it happened twice in a match. And I couldn't help but call it out. I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't. That being said, the match was good. The right person won. Um, she gave this huge baby face hug to Tony Schiavone, which I've seen everyone get mad about. I don't. It, it's Tony. Everyone wants to hug Tony. I have met Tony Schiavone. He's another. He's another nice man. Oh, in wrestling. Um, I met him the same day I met Eric Bischoff. It was a big WCW day for Mance
1: She hugged Izzy too.
0: Yeah. She,
1: she hugged Izzy and said, "Now you're hugging a
0: real role model." <sighs> If I, they can't do it but I would love if they could somehow get me a what Baker, Baker Bailey, Bailey yeah I would love to see that some, if we'd have to get Pamela into AEW somehow um,
1: could you imagine Pamela is all elite
0: Pammy Pammy is all elite
1: oh I hate it you
0: know <laughs> they'd have to come up with something but it it would be just terrible uh, speaking of actually this I was about to say speaking of just terrible this wasn't just terrible it just made me feel terrible i mean, terrified the whole time Darby Allin and Sting versus Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. I won't do the Sting rant again, but he's too old. He shouldn't be doing this. I was worried the whole time. That being said, he's a very tough old man. Can I just <laughs> say Grandpa can go? He can. Uh, I was and... shocked. I, that <laughs>
1: match was so... Much... Okay, so that was one of my favorite matches of the night because I didn't expect anything from it, and I had so much fun watching it.
0: It. Sting took a suplex on the on the ramp. He did a dive over the top or off the the poker chips to the floor. I think he did one. Mm -hmm. Did he one out of the ring or off the ring? I think it was off the ring. Aside from those three things, which were terrifying in and of themselves, this match was a basic old school tag team match with a couple of big spots. It was awesome, and that's exactly what a Sting match should be. It gave me what I wanted to see. And that's it. That's all I needed. Um, Sting didn't get hurt. He looked great. I'm still not okay with him wrestling every week. But, you know, four times a year, I think Sting can bring it out and not uh, not hurt himself or other people.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Good for, Grandpa. Good for Grandpa. Uh-huh. Grandpa Steve. Great job, Grandpa. Grandpa Steve can go. Uh, Kenny Omega, Orange Cassidy, and Pac. Pac, Pac, I'm going to interchange it. It's going to happen every time.
1: All right. So by the time we got to this match... I was two and a half gummies then, mm-hmm. and I was tired because I did not expect this whole fucking show to go until midnight. I'm not happy about it. So this was the match where I was in and out of sleep, and I didn't want to be fair.
0: Um...
1: But I, I was so invested in Orange Cassidy. I wanted him to win so bad.
0: I did too, um, and so did Jackie. Jackie's favorite wrestler in the world that is a man is Orange Cassidy. Um, so she was all for this, and she also was going in and out of consciousness. She was not high. Uh, it was just late. Uh, and um, it's too late. But I'm watching this, and I've been saying for weeks, there's going to be a near fall where Orange Cassidy hits the beach break and makes me believe he's about to win the world title, and I was wrong. There were three of those. And there was one for Pack. Um, You're really bad at predicting. Oh um, yeah. I, well, I mean, I got I got <laughs> most of the most of the matches I got right in this show, but the finishes I all predict wrong. But when Pack hit the Black Arrow, I it, the 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 cameras turned just enough where you can't see Kenny Omega about to jump in. I have no object permanence, so I'm like Pack's about to win the title. He didn't. But Orange Cassidy stole a pinfall. Um, after a avalanche Michinoku driver from the top rope, uh, Kenny, Kenny hit uh, Pack Orange shoved him out of the ring, covered him for two, didn't get the pin. He hit a, uh orange punch on Pack an orange punch on Kenny, and another orange punch on Pack. And Don Callis, who's on commentary, I'm going to scoot back from my mic a little bit from this. Um, on commentary, you just hear Don Callis go, Shit! And he runs to the ring, and he pulls the referee out and stops that one. They uh, and then he uh, at the very end he hit an orange punch on Kenny. Aubrey runs down. She counts one, two, and Kenny. God damn it! <laughs> reverses it into a crucifix and just pins Orange Cassidy with a wrestling hold, as it should be because he's the best wrestler in the world. Uh, I love this match. This I think this I, I need to watch it again. This might be the best three-way for a world title this year. And I know that it's a big order saying that against Roman, Edge, and Brian at Mania. Um, but Kenny is... Roman and Kenny are both great heel world champions. They're just two different heel world champions. Yeah, And when Kenny is hitting Pac with every world title he can find, Don Callis should have gone out in the crowd and just took fans' belts and brought them in the ring. John Cena spinner belt, NWA title, winged eagle, WCW, just whatever he could find. I'm going to watch Kenny hit Pac with titles all night long. And when he saw that he could not break the brutalizer, which makes Pac look incredible, he's getting kicked in the head and won't let go of Orange Casty, and that he just kills the referee? Kenny is a great heel world champion. I will not hear otherwise about it from certain observers of wrestling who thought this was no good. Um... I lo- I loved it. Say their name. Say their name. I'd, Say their I'd, uh, name. Uh, uh, well, it's not even Dave Meltzer. It's Brian Alvarez. Uh, I I I he he said this was TNA level nonsense. I know I called TNA, TNA level nonsense earlier, and that's fair. I did that. This was not. This was storytelling. Kenny Omega couldn't win without cheating, so he cheated, and I loved it. And this is I, I I cannot wait to see what happens next. I don't know. I mean, I'm afraid Orange and Pack are just going to go back down the card because that's kind of how it works. AEW, Jungle Boy's coming up next. I think Jungle Boy is going to give him a hell of a run for his money. But it's not time for Kenny to start losing titles yet. I think once Mania comes, and I think Andrade's going to be the first one to take a title off of Kenny. He'll take the mega mm-hmm. title off of him. Then Moose or maybe Samoa Joe will take the Impact title off of him. And then he'll lose it all out.
1: I have a question. I was very confused about something last night. There, He had four titles last yes. night. Why? What the fuck is that about? Okay. So
0: he is the AAA mega champion. That's one of his belts.
1: I know that.
0: Just before his match with Rich One, uh, you don't watch Impact, which, good for you. I've never
1: There's... seen. The only Impact match I've ever seen was Jeff Hardy, Victory
0: Road. Yeah. Um, that's that. Trauma. <laughs> it's trauma, but that's about trauma. how the company went for the first ten years of its existence. Um, but no, um, Kenny Omega was a, was going to challenge Rich Swan for the Impact title. Moose found I don't know where the TNA World Championship belt and declared himself the TNA World Heavyweight Champion to Rich Swan's Impact World Heavyweight Champion. So it's not a real title. It's actually re- it was recognized by Impact, um, but they but, but there's combined at the pay per view before Omega beat Swan. Swan and Moose had a match to combine those titles. It is one United Impact title, but it's two belts, and so Kenny has four belts, but only three titles. It just makes Kenny look cooler.
1: I don't like any of that. Um,
0: did, do you know That's do you know about Ultimate Dragon and the and the uh, the the belt collector gimmick he did? No. So, New Japan in the late 90s held a tournament where they only invited champions from all over the world to be a part of this match. But every single match was a title match. So, at the end of the tournament, one person would have all the belts. Ultimo Dragon won, went in as the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion and came out with eight belts. And... He was on WCW TV at the time. And one of the titles he won was the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship. So he was showing up on Raw Nitro every week carrying a WWF belt. Oh, crap. Um, so that, that's kind of what, what Kenny's doing. Uh, same thing that Austin Aries did a few years ago, but Kenny's doing it better. Um, mm. I'm okay with it, but it's time to start picking Kenny apart. it's it needs to start with Andrade and then Samoa Joe. And honestly, if I had to pick someone to, to take the title off him at, at All Out, it's Hangman Adam Page.
1: Goldberg. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you imagine? Uh, Adam Page. William Goldberg. <laughs> is Kenny o- Kenneth Omega at the at main event of, Man- of All
0: Out. I'm not, go- I'm not going to All Out. They can do whatever they want.
1: I, um, I have decided... Um, So I have flight credit I was supposed to go to California this year for a bachelorette party, but COVID happened, so I have flight credit. I have decided, and my friend who also has flight credit from that trip agrees, if the main event of All Out is Samoa Joe versus CM Punk 4, I'm going. I'll
0: go for that one. Uh, I'll go for that one, no problem. I, I decided, and this is actually a good point to bring this up, this is where they announced three things. One, all Out is in Chicago. Mm-hmm. as It should be.
1: Full Two, Gears
0: in Where the Missouri. St. Louis. And three, Mark Henry's joining the company as a coach and analyst, which is awesome. Uh,
1: I disagree. Good... Really? I don't need another fucking WWE guy on AW. I, I, At least he's not wrestling. I ag- Agreed. Like, it's nice to see him in an analyst perspective and he's not wrestling, but... I don't want another one. I don't need another legend on AEW.
0: I just don't. I don't think he's going to be on Dynamite. No, he's he's Uh, going to
1: be an analyst on the new show on Rampage. Rampage. So he'll be around. I don't. I'm not. But there's only so many guys that haven't worked for Vince. He'll be good. good. I just don't
0: want it. That's fair. Um, You got to give it. I mean, you're getting it. You might as well give it a shot. Yeah. um, I haven't seen that much Paul White. To be honest with you. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it won't be too bad. I watch uh, it TV, like once every two months. So I watch it every week, but usually not on Wednesday night. Um, and when they're doing these, when it's preempted, I usually don't watch it. I still did not watch last week's and I'm probably not going to at this point.
1: I'm not going to because I watch the pay-per-view.
0: There's that. Uh, but Full Gear is going to be in St. Louis. I'm going to Full Gear. I'm oh, really? From, I'm only three hours from St. Louis. I'm going to Full How Gear. How far is that from you? three hours just right up the road uh, I've, I've been to st louis Literally, a thousand yeah. times uh, i'm going to full gear i'm going to take the half day saturday and all day sunday off and i'm just gonna go up there see the show spend the night especially if it gets over at 12 15 at night uh and yeah it's gonna be a good time uh it'll be the first wrestling show if i don't get to one it's gonna be the first wrestling show i've seen since covid the first one i've seen since dad passed first one i've seen without dad in a long time uh it's gonna be a fun show um, and if Sting wrestles, it will not. It will turns. complete one of one more of the people I want to see in a wrestling match, and that's Sting. Good. Um, it should be good. And then we get to Stadium Stampede. How okay. much of this match did you see? All of it. Okay, good.
1: So okay, so this point in the evening, I'm dying. Sure. It's game over for me. My fr- one of my friends is tapped out, dead asleep dead asleep, couldn't make it. Um, I literally got up in the middle of the mats to watch my wash my face, and I came back and she was in her bed dead. So, but I honestly watched it only because I had stayed up for this long. I might as well finish the show. Okay. And it wasn't as good as last year's. No. I disagree so hard with the Inner Circle winning. Okay. Disagree. What? There's nothing left for them to do. I'm fucking bored.
0: They're just starting their babyface run. I think it I mean we can see what they can do as baby faces. It might it might be good. Or it might be terrible and I they'll want break it. up along the way.
1: I wanted MJF to win so
0: fucking bad. At least he didn't I wanted it yet. To win. The, No, thank God. This is one I did predict correctly because I predicted that the Pinnacle could lose as long as Sean Spears took the pin. Uh and and so be it. This match actually it started with, with these guys rappelling down, hated it. I, hated it. You all know Stupid. I have problems with people rappelling and wrestling. Anyway, and, but I at least thought, okay, they got stunt guys up there. It's a ha ha. And the the the, you know what's really funny? And people aren't gonna be able to see this. You're you're looking over at wrestling, uh-huh. but from where I'm sitting, you're looking out my window at the four cars that just pulled up into my neighbor's yard. <laughs> Anyway, I thought it was gonna be the haha where you know the 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 inner circle is gonna come out wearing the same clothes as the stunt guys. No, they zoom in. It's actually the inner circle, and that would be where I would have quit AEW. I don't I don't do falling off things. Uh, but no, they came down. They started the fight in in the stadium, and then it broke off into five matches, five different matches. Um, and I'll just break down a little bit of it, because they all had their good points. Um,
1: Jericho and MJFs was my favorite by they, far. They
0: they brawled through the offices in the training room. Urban Myers just standing there. It was hysterical. Uh, <laughs> the coach of the Jaguars is there, and she's like, "Holy shit!" And just they the
1: carpet cut out of Mr. Khan Senior.
0: Yeah, um, which which MJF sold way too hard to be honest, but that's his boss, so you do what you got to do. Um, yeah, Jericho found Floyd in a random cabinet in a random conference room. Great. Um, they're, but my favorite part of their whole thing was when Jericho pushes MJF in a chair towards a ledge, the chair stops, and MJF launches himself up, over a rail, through a table. I mean, he got Olympic long jump distance out of this. I mean, yeah. just good stuff there. I hate state. I hate the stapler spot. No matter who does it, I hate the stapler spot. It
1: freaks me out. It um, gives me oh,
0: anxiety. They, they staple a thank you note to, to, uh, to MJF's head. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Eventually, they made it out to the stadium. MJF took a huge bump, or you know, crotch first onto a rail. He got put through a table. That's the end of MJF. Uh, mm-hmm. Ortiz and Santana versus FTR. This was weird, because I was like, when did they get to a nightclub? Apparently, it's on... The... That
1: was when I went to wash my face. Okay.
0: So I came back, and there was a nightclub. Right. They're, they they <laughs> They walk into this bar, and Tully... And Dash and... and da- No, not Dash. Cash and Dax. Uh, they've gone to this nightclub and they're just having a drink. They're not fighting anymore. They left to go get a drink. These guys walk in. Tully pours them all a shot of, I guess, vodka. Maybe tequila. Maybe really good tequila. Um, they drink it. They toast the, the, the DJ. It's fucking Conan. I love that. I was screaming. Loved it. Um, and so that they are proud and powerful. They have a a counter to Tully now. It's Conan, for at least this night. He stabs Tully in the head with... It looked like a wooden... It was probably a fork, but it looked like he broke a broom or something, and he stabs Tully in the head. I expected Tully to dust like in, like in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because there was a wooden stake <laughs> to the head. Um, they brawl all over this nightclub. The last we see of, uh, or, of Santana and Cash... He's taking cash downstairs somewhere in an elevator, and we never see cash again. Cash may be dead for all we know. we see we see Santana later. he comes out for the victory celebration. Hager and Wardlow by far my favorite um they're they're brawling in the kitchen area. they go into the cooler. Wardlow breaks off an icicle from the ceiling. He's just going to murder Jake Hager. He's just going to mm-hmm. stab him to death. You were a theater kid, right? I was. I was too. Did you ever do any stage fighting? I did. I did too. There's a moment here where you could tell Jake Hager is tell is, is telling Wardlow now to go for the stab. Yeah. And then he hooks up. Mm-hmm. It's it's so stage fighty knife fight. I loved it so much. Uh, they get out of the cooler. Wardlow puts Hager through a wall that was so poorly constructed. There's not a single. St- I've done drywall. That would not pass inspection. Uh, eventually, they get on top of a forklift, and, and Hager slams him down through some boards. End of Wardlow. <laughs> Sammy and and uh, the Perfect Ten. What's his name? Sean Spears. Sean Spears? Yes. Uh, i I'm about to call him Stan, because that the guy, Sean Michael Stan? Yeah. Sh- you don't know that? Uh, way back Like in- the Eminem song? No. Way back in the day... One of the DX reunions, Triple H uh, is talking to Sean and says, you you've lost your edge. And Sean looks at this stagehand guy and says, what's your name? Said, and he says, Stan. Said, and he super kicks him he's Like I just killed Stan. Stan was Sean <laughs> Uh That was his first WWE appearance. So I always call him Stan. But um, <laughs> they go to find the chairman. And he's sitting in this room lit up right on his I mean, just right, he's sitting in a chair in a spotlight. Who the hell did this? First of all. Secondly, I've seen people say, oh, he, he's he's some kind of Batman villain. The chairman. That's not what I got out of this. When that spotlight oh hit Sean Spears and he's sitting in a chair backwards, all I could hear in my hair, head was, start the car, I know a whoopee spot where the <laughs> Jan is. Co-. I'm like, he's doing Chicago. And damn it, Sammy Guevara interrupted him. They had a fight. Okay. Alternate universe. Yes.
1: The inner circle and the pinnacle perform the cell block tango. Exactly.
0: Perfect. Would have been way better than what we got here. Yeah. But he handcuffs uh Sammy to a to a shelf, but he managed to get to leave a pair of bolt cutters within inches of Sammy. Sammy got away. They eventually get to the ring. Sammy puts away Sean Spears, makes the pin, saves the inner circle. You disagree with the finish. But you agree. For the story, this made sense. Now, for you know, Sammy's big. you know, uh, I've had three beers. The word has escaped me. Makes Sammy look better again, um, because he he lost he lost blood and guts for the team, and now he's one uh-huh. blood or he's one stampede. Means redemption. Redemption. That's the word. It's why you're here. <laughs> 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 uh, but no, all in all. I like Stampede. It was not as good as last year. They did recreate the, the golf cart spot. Sammy finally got to drive the golf cart instead of getting hit by it.
1: Yeah, good for him. Um, so all
0: said and done, a pretty fun show. I didn't like the Cody match, but overall, a lot of fun with uh, with, with Double or Nothing. Yeah, it was fine. So good show there. Um, and that's going to bring us to the end of the Gift Podcast. But this will not be the only Gift a Podcast you get this month if... Your Patreon subscriber to Wrestle Act Radio, we're gonna do the gift of broadcast for our Patreon uh, subscribers later on. We'll probably record it in the next couple of days, um, sometime this week. We'll figure yeah, it out depending on work schedules and everything else. <laughs> uh, but it will be up this month for for subscribers. It will be a fun show talking about. We haven't really talked about what we're gonna talk about. I what I know I'm gonna talk about is my journey to of from who I was brought up to be to figuring out who I am now. It's a great story. I think um, Kay plays a fairly decent part of that in the last couple of years. Um, I don't know what you want to talk about in it, but you're doing some great work right now.
1: Thank you. Um, I was also going to share my the, the, the million times I've come out because as a queer person, you don't come out more than once. And that means a whole bunch of different things. And we'll explain that in the Gift of Pride cast.
0: Yes. Um, and so we will get that recorded soon. It will be up di- uh, during June. Um, and uh, we got we got a Pride collection of shirts again this year. A uh, very special one uh, this year. There's not, a, there's not a Delight Show shirt this year. I, there's not. There isn't. But no. there's is a Gift of Pride cast shirt designed by Kay Murphy Because um, It's going to be the logo. That's It'll amazing. have the logo that you see on this show right here. Um, and it will be, uh, of course there's also pride logo shirts for everybody in the, on the team. Every penny you make of that or that we make off that will be going to the Trevor project. Yes.
1: Correct. Tell them about that.
0: Um, so I don't screw it up.
1: (laughs) All righty. So the Trevor project is the leading organization that provides suicide prevention and crisis intervention services to LGBTQ youth. um, they are available 24-7 at Trevor Chat, Trevor Text, and Trevor Lifeline 866-488-7386 So yeah, buy a shirt and help some queer
0: kids Absolutely um, But that is going to bring us to the end I am, of course, the Monday Night Delight, Man Chapel. You can find me at Iman underscore Delight on Twitter Wow, this is hard tonight <laughs> uh, You can find me on the TikTok at MN... yeah uh, I'm a little further along than I intended to be I uh... Um Same. But you find me on the TikTok at MNDelight, Uh, If you really want to, I've made one TikTok in six months. Um And you find all of us at... I've still never made a TikTok. I know, and it drives me crazy that you haven't made a TikTok yet.
1: <laughs> I want you so bad, but, like, I'm afraid. Have
0: you seen my TikToks? I just do dumb shit.
1: There's one, okay, there's one I really want to do with my girlfriend, and it still hasn't... You know the one that's, like... Did someone have a beverageino? Yes. I think it's really funny.
0: Um, I mainly find ones where people tell hor- horrible stories about their childhood and stitch those. I like those.
1: What's your for you, what does your for
0: you page look like? Um, on a on a well, hell, I don't know. Let's take a look right now. It depends on what I've been looking at. Um, I get I do get a lot of wrestling stuff because I made a bunch of wrestling videos in a row one time. Um, I get uh former evangelicals a lot because uh, it's something I'm working on uh, oh. yeah I turned mine all the way down yeah um, and then I get a, I, I, I'm on gay talk quite a bit <laughs> so
1: I'm on gay talk witch talk I am on stoner talk I am on drag race talk I am on a lot of um, I ended up on Jewish talk and I'm not quite sure how that happened
0: I am. Um, last week, I found uh, myself on conservative TikTok because I liked a funny, All uh, right, uh, I liked a cooking video without looking at who posted the cooking video. And if I had even looked at this profile picture, I would have realized I should not have liked this video. And I ended up on conservative talk for a day and a half. It took me forever to get off there.
1: I'm really sorry. Eh, for I made you. it off.
0: But that's enough TikTok talk. I'll
1: add a candle for you. <laughs> Thank you
0: so much. Um, you so welcome. We're going to wrap this up here. Uh, do you want to tell them where they can find you? Or or not.
1: Absolutely. Um, you can find me across all social media platforms at the K Murphy T H E K A E Murphy. You can find my podcast across all social media at K O T R underscore
0: podcast. I'm not on that one. Subscribe to our I should be sometime, but I haven't been yet.
1: On Kings of the Rings.
0: I've podcast? never been on
1: K O T R. Holy shit, you nope. haven't. Okay. Okay, we need to actually make it happen. When do you want to come on the uh, show?
0: Uh let, let's do it a little closer to uh money in the bank.
1: Excellent. I will see when we can put you on the show for money in the bank season because it feels very weird that money in the marks is happening in July. It
0: should be June. Criminal.
1: Yeah, it's criminal. I, I really hope not... they
0: do it on top of a building again, but they, they won't. Because there's gonna be people No, there. they
1: won't. Fuck. But John Cena um, will be there. Good. Um, I don't think I have anything else to plug. Please get, visit our merch store for the Pride collection. Um, I designed two shirts. So I'm very excited about them.
0: It's a um, superpower to me. I can't design anything. <laughs> I'm tired.
1: I had a lot of fun doing Good. ours, and I did all the posters, the flyers, and shit this year too. It was very fun. It's very fulfilling project for me.
0: And there you are. That's going to bring us to the end of the show. We, I want to thank Kay for being here. Uh, again, we're gonna do Gift Pridecast, and they will be back probably for Summerslam, which should be the next of the Big Four. Um, we okay? We're gonna
1: have to work that one. out. Summerslam is the day of my friend's wedding, and it's <laughs> you know green. what's really
0: funny—it's the day of my best friend's wedding too. I don't know when I'm actually gonna get to oh my watch god. it.
1: <laughs> okay, so luck. So the venue that they're getting married at, where is also where we're staying? And we're staying in yurts. <laughs> oh my god. And the yurts have Wi Fi. It's like glam bang. Yeah. So the yurts have Wi Fi. So I'm gonna have a SummerSlam party after the after party in my
0: yurt. Well, there you are. Um, my, I, know, I got the I got the invite this week. And I was and I texted her and was like, "Are you getting married on Sunday?" She's like, "No, Saturday." I'm like, no, you get married on a Sunday because why the hell would WWE have a pay per view on a Saturday? But nope, they they are, and she get married on a Saturday. So. I'm probably still going to watch it on Sunday, and um, we'll figure that out when the time comes. Party B is supposed to be hosting
1: it. Like, I would have I would have gone on a plane
0: It's a lot, is it the in day Vegas? after going to a it's wedding a to
1: see... I think. I, I don't think they announced oh, it. Oh, yeah,
0: they haven't. They just announced the day.
1: They announced the date, and the tickets are going to go on sale, I want to say, like, the second week of June. Mm-hmm. Um... But from what I heard, Up by Cardi B is the theme song, and Cardi is hosting.
0: That'd be a big get.
1: I want to see Cardi B at Tumbersland.
0: Well, you gotta be—you gotta be a good be friend instead. and so do I.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, sometimes life is more important than wrestling.
1: Life is but a hurricane here. Okay. Duck. We need to go. Yeah, we, need we need to, to go. go.
0: I'm gonna play us out <laughs> with the DuckTales theme for real. Um, we're gonna play the music. <laughs> I'll see everybody next week. KLC everybody on KOTR. We'll see you then. Good night, everybody. Life is like a hurricane Here in Duckburg. Race cars, lasers, aeroplanes It's a duck blur Might solve a mystery